Friends, welcome to another bonus track on Everybody Speaks Music. And today what you're about to hear is my response to a young gentleman's music that was sent to me for my opinion, for my critique, for my suggestions. To be honest, I'm not sure what Kevin was hoping for when he sent me the music, but I do know that I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you'll hear that in my response to Kevin. I didn't plan on releasing this as a podcast episode, but right after sending it back to Kevin, I thought this is a great opportunity to reveal the behind the scenes of what happens a lot in my life. I've been there. I've been a young musician with new music and had no idea where to send it. And I think so many of you can relate to that, whether you're a musician, an artist, perhaps you have a business idea. You just don't know who to start with. Maybe you've explained it or shared it with someone really close to you and they just didn't give you the response you were hoping for. So you feel a little winded. Maybe you don't think your idea is worth putting out into the world. My thoughts are that you should protect these ideas from those that are closest to you. They might love you, they might support you, and they might want the best for you, but that might not always be reflected in their responses. So listen how I instruct Kevin to broadly engage his music out into the world. Not to his peers, not to people that might be jaded at hearing that type of music, but to find a creative and unique route forward as an artist who wants their music heard. Now to be clear, I'm not sure if Kevin wants his music to be heard. Perhaps I'll ask his permission to play it on an upcoming episode. That would be a really great gift. After all of this work I've put you and him through, I think he'll find it quite humorous to hear an actual podcast based on his own song. We'll see. Before we get into my response, I'll leave you with my own example of my journey as a composer and how I decided to move forward in a time where I wanted to put my own music into the world and I really didn't know where to start. You know, back in about... 2011, 2012, I just felt this need to compose acoustic fingerstyle guitar. It wasn't to sound like anyone else either. It was just to get my thoughts, my emotions, my life experiences out into music. And I've talked about it on the show in the past. If you want to hear a bit more about that, you can go all the way back to season one, episode two, where Mojo interviews me to find out more about my life meaning and why I do what I do. But that's not really important here just trust that the music meant a lot to me. Once I was done recording it, I knew that I needed to switch gears. I wanted to get it out into the world. You could call that marketing. And if you're a fan of Seth Godin like I am, then marketing is a good thing. It's putting something that you believe in out into the world so that others can be inspired or moved or just positively influenced by it. So don't think of marketing as being a bad word unless you're doing bad marketing, selling bad products, or trying to harm someone. In this case, I wanted my music to find a home with people it would resonate with. So I didn't play it for my friends, and I didn't play it for my family. In fact, very few of them even knew what was happening. What I did do is create my own route forward. I had this visualization that all of the other guitar players in my space were in this extremely long lineup, and at the front of the line was a door. And the player at the very front was about to walk through the door into fame, fortune, adulation. And the person at the very end had almost no hope of ever getting there. This is sort of the cue. And you could call it paying your dues or being at the right place at the right time. You know, some people find a way to the front of that line. They didn't put the hard work in. Other players grind and grind and grind. And finally, after decades, they find themselves with an opportunity to take their music to the masses. 
or to make a full-time income off of their art. Isn't that a great thought? What I did was build a door right beside that door where there wasn't a lineup. I went right to the front of my own line. I put on shows in my own community for people that didn't expect that type of music. And I pivoted from about 50 people at my first show up to 400 by the third show. It was very crafted and calculated in terms of how I was going to reveal my music. I didn't just wing it. I didn't overplay. I didn't tell my friends and family that I was going to be gigging every single week for the next six years straight. I was very selective. So when you listen to my response to Kevin, know that I've been there as well and I will be there again. The next time I create music to release into the world, I'll have a blank slate on how I want to get it out there. But I can guarantee you, I'm not going to follow what everyone else has done. Those of you that want some more inspiration for your business, for your art, for your life, and you want to create something, I highly recommend a book called Blue Ocean Strategy. It still holds up well to this day. And the premise is, wherever you see red water, it means there's a bunch of other sharks fighting over that small piece of meat. Look for the space where nobody is. Look for the spot in the water that is blue. There's no other sharks. Go swimming in that spot. Create your own current. Enjoy what you do because it's your art. Don't worry if anyone else likes it or doesn't like it because if you love it, then you're going to continue to do it. If you love it and you continue to do it and you start to release it into the world, others will find you. And once they do, they'll be so grateful that you took all that time and energy to help them out in their life journey. All right, without further ado, here is my response to Kevin. Hey, Kevin, I just wanted to let you know I heard your song and I thought it was incredible. So beautiful, so well composed, so interesting, beautifully played. It sounds gorgeous, uh, excellent on all fronts. It really reminded me of a soundtrack actually at times, uh, perhaps even to like a really beautiful moment in a, a really immersive video game. But it was it was just beautiful. My daughters were doing artwork beside me as we were listening to it. And I just wanted to commend you on a great job. You're doing some outstanding composition and playing. And I think you should keep it up. Half of it is just writing the music. But the the real thing I would recommend you do is think about your long-term vision for <clears throat> your your craft. And I would actually read a book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. It's it's really required reading for anyone that's about to embark on any form of business or goal setting or career development, whether you're an artist or an investor or whatever. You just really want to get to the bottom of your motivation. And once you can cleanly identify what it is you're actually trying to achieve as a human being, uh, in this case with your music, what is it that you want to have happen? Because, for example, a lot of people write beautiful music and they do nothing with it. They don't market it. They don't find a place to put it and then they get kind of disgruntled because what they really wanted was for people to hear it if you don't want people to hear it then obviously none of that matters but very rarely do i run into someone who says yes i've put all this time into a beautiful piece of music i've composed now i'm going to release it but i don't want anyone in the world to ever hear it and there's nothing wrong with that i mean you can totally create art for your own purposes but 90 percent of the time an artist wants their art discovered. So once you read Start With Why and you have a very clear idea of what it is you actually want, then you can move on to learning about marketing and how to get your music into the right places. I would actually recommend you 
go uh, send it to Minor 7th. They do reviews on Fingerstyle. You might need a full album, but um, even if it's a single, you could say, hey, uh, you know, someone recommended I send my single over. I'm a new composer. I'm a young gentleman that loves to play guitar and just wondered if anyone there wanted to review it. You could also find other blogs that cater to Fingerstyle guitar or instrumental music to be even more broad. Certainly, you can learn how to distribute your music through SoundCloud, or you can go even one step higher and, and register with a with an aggregate company like CD Baby or DistroKid. There's so many of them, you'll have to research them and find out which one's right for you. But once you upload your song, then an aggregate company like CD Baby or DistroKid will make sure that your song is placed in iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and everywhere else that hosts music. So it's kind of like one button and then your song is everywhere <clears throat> and then you can start to reach fans your music would do really well in a video game soundtrack it would do really good in a movie my next bit of advice if you did want to get your music out there is to go to the vancouver international film school and just talk to someone and say look i have a song that i think would be really great i'm willing to release it free of charge so that perhaps one of your young student directors is doing a movie and wants a really nice acoustic piece of music. And then you might learn how that process works. I don't know if they just say, uh, great, likely the person at the front desk have no idea what to do with you. However, at least you've made a, um, a reach out and you can go from there. And so you just have to build relationships and nurture. Uh, and it's a, it's a lifelong process. You know, it's like exercise or eating right. You don't just do it for a little while. You just keep at it. There's a, a really, really good blog I want you to read called 1,000 True Fans by Kevin Kelly. As soon as I finish this recording and send it to you, that's the first thing you should do before you even get into the Simon Sinek book is 1,000 True Fans and read that. And it'll tell you that if you just keep focusing on creating good art and you keep putting it out there and you just keep it up for a long time, like five to 10 years, pretty soon you're going to have a small segment of people on the planet. They're going to love what you do because you love what you do. And they're going to be supporting you by buying your music, your t-shirts. When you go on tour, they're going to take lessons from you. And if you have a thousand fans and they spend $100 a year, then you'll be grossing $100,000 a year before expenses. Now, if you have another job, great. You don't need a thousand fans. You only need 500 or 200. It could be a part-time income. could be like a, as they call it in the gig economy, side hustle. So just lots of stuff for you to think about. But don't just send it to people like me. Like, to be honest, most people like me aren't going to be able to do anything for you. Like, we're going to listen to it. You know, we might be someone like Callum Graham or or someone you really admire. Like, they're not even going to have time to listen to it because they're so busy. So it's kind of a waste of time to reach out to the other players. I certainly didn't do that in the beginning, and I, I still don't. I never send my music to another guitar player because... They don't care. They're the last person in the world you want to send it to. You you want to find people that aren't even in the music industry per se. They're directors, they're video game developers, people with blogs, you know, people who like to put up beautiful photos on Instagram that you know and they have a great Instagram, but they don't have music. You could approach a friend and say, Hey, you got two thousand followers. Hey, would you mind using snippets of my song? I'll give you permission. And then just put a little credit that this song belongs to me, Kevin, and and all that kind of stuff. So either I hope I give you a lot of stuff to think about. Yeah, just start with the blog. 1,000 True Fans by Kevin Kelly. You can find it anywhere you type it in in Google. It takes about five minutes to read. It gives you a good sense of the business mind of how, how all this works. And then get uh, Start With Why by Simon Sinek and read that book or listen to the audiobook. And then con continue doing what you're doing. Keep practicing, keep writing 
always writing, always practicing, always releasing new music. And then consider if you want to go to an aggregate like CD Baby, DistroKid, or the, any other thousand options you have to get your music into everyone's lives. Imagine friends and family if you said, hey, you can listen to my song on Spotify and they can follow you right there. That's pretty cool. All right, good luck. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. It will really help my daddy and Uncle Mojo.